0: There we go. Uh, There's a legal ID. So we were lucky in the first half, the part of the stadium we were in was shaded because of the sun wasn't over our heads yet. But then the second half, it was like that. Um, I am legend only in uh, reverse. Remember when those zombies are coming to get Will Smith and the sunlight is fading away and they're just waiting for that line to creep? Well, we were w- watching the sun coming at us row by row by row. And we're like, man, the second half is going to be brutal. It's high noon now, And exactly. then there was no, in the second half, no cloud cover, nothing. We're just all dying. We're like, but we can't leave. It's a game. Yeah, no doubt. We can't leave. It's good that you went down there, though. I, yeah, I we think had you witnessed history. Yeah, I really do. I think it was, it was something. Um, and, but it was cool because, like, I still, like, throughout the game, you're like, nah, oh, man, like, okay, so TCU got, all right, TCU is going to run away now, right? Nope, never happened. And so we're like, we got to stay. We're not leaving. We're not leaving. So. And plus, where would you go? You came down there for the game. Yeah, we came there for the game. But <laughs> trust right. me, dude, when you're in that heat and like if CU had gotten down by double digits, we're probably heading for the Uber. You know, you're like, all right, that was good. That's good. Let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah. My buddy started cramping up on the way to the Uber. Stop. He did. Stop. Who are you hanging with? Yeah, got he, got my- some more athletic friends. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry you know he's like ah I'm cramping I'm like we got to get to the Uber he's cramping up walking to the Uber yeah. he's like wait, wait, And what Travis
1: I- Hunter played 100 plus snaps and your friend is cramping up walking to
0: the Uber I know man that's lay, lay off about. the brisket down there brother I know I'll let you uh what you and uh, Mr. Moreno here got coming up Man we'll probably talk a little bit
1: more buffs obviously that's the story of the the weekend coming out of the weekend college football fan I am I imagine no, Sean is as well. So we'll talk about. Well, I want to hear a little bit about what the dogs did this weekend. I heard they kind of sputtered a little bit. Uh, and then, uh, man, I, I think the NFL is going to kick off next
0: weekend. So here's a question I got for you guys. Shoot, because somebody was giving me a hard time. I can't believe you're talking about the buffs. I said, who said that? Ah, some guy in the text line. Seriously, see you talk, and it, it got me thinking though. Now we're talking about today, duh, but this week. You haven't talked about it in a decade and a half. Yeah. You're damn right we're talking about it. Yeah. But I'm talking about all week. Who are you excited, more excited about? CU versus Nebraska or Broncos Raiders?
1: Ooh, You know what? Let's lean into the text line for that. Tell us who you're more excited for. Are you more excited for the renewal of the CU-Nebraska rivalry? They haven't played since 2019. CU's on a two-game winning streak. Or is that the Broncos and the Raiders and the Broncos haven't won in six opportunities against the Raiders. I think you have reason to be excited for both, but uh, coming off of last weekend, I don't know. That one's up in the air. Hey, when are our, when are our breaks on this, Ty? Okay. Oh, we'll, we'll just roll. As uh, No. Sean settles in and the judge is on his way out, gave us all that... Uh, Texas brisket talk. I don't know if there's such a thing as too much brisket, but if you're getting a cramp running to the Uber, there's damn sure you might want to lay off of it a little bit. No, Sean, you you
2: you're a brisket fan. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta have the brisket, okay. baby. Okay, okay. What they do y'all um, out
1: there? What's going on? Man, I, we're gonna have a great time on Labor Day. We're gonna be taking you up till six o'clock, and we're gonna talk a lot about college football. We're gonna talk about. The Buffs, obviously. The Broncos coming up. Big, big matchup against the Raiders. And, uh, man, it's football. Uh, It's an exciting time of year. I'm glad it's back. Yeah, definitely glad it's back, especially college ball. You know, I, I tend to lean
2: a little bit towards that college ball. More than than the NFL and the professional sports, I don't know why. I, I don't know if it's just the atmosphere, it's the way that the the fans rally around their team every week, no matter what their record is. You know, it's like I love me some college ball, baby.
1: Is it still pure to you? I mean, NIL is now a factor. We're starting to see. Listen, I don't know if you watched the broadcast, but Dion was on the sideline. Dion was in the commercials. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was like it was prime time for three hours straight. Sure. Um Is it still pure to you, college football?
2: Definitely still pure. I mean, yeah, there's some different rule changes, and we all talk about the NIL and the transfer portal and things of that nature. Yeah, that is different from when I was out there. You know, it was never like, oh, you get to a school and you think about just transferring the year after, because you, you know, I mean, you don't get no shine or you're not the starter, right? It's always been wait your turn, put in that work, and when you get your opportunity, go and do your thing, right? But you know, it's a little different nowadays. And then you know, you throw in. These boy getting that bread, getting that paper. Ugh. I love that. I love for to see the guys uh, get paid. I don't, I don't. What, what, what are you talking about? I hate it. I
1: hate it man. And, but wait,
2: this is not only just football. You got to think about the other sports. You got to think about the women's sports. You know what I mean? At least they get their little bit of bread too. The volleyball, team, soccer, softball. Love it. Love to man. see everyone getting a little bit of ch- cash. Man. Listen, man, we are talking about a school in in UGA that I saw them. They sold my jersey for like thirty k. Wow. She's one of my jerseys. Okay. I didn't see nothing on that. I didn't see no cash from that. I, I get You feel that. me? So you gotta think that. you gotta talk about the, the 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 school's doing this for years and years and years, making money off the players. So now I like to see that the guys can get something, you know what I mean, get a little something, something back. And I feel like that makes a guy wanna stay at the school a little bit longer. Like if it was me and we were getting paid, I mean I might able have said, you know what? I'm gonna stay. <laughs> Look at the facility. I got a little bread. I got two mil in the pocket. Like, what am I rushing to the league for? You feel know I me? Mean? Like, I can I, I stay, do. you know what I mean? But I'm in mean, here. We'll be here. Okay. I,
1: I, I want to get to the bread first, or, or, but but I want to talk about who you sat behind and waited your turn. Who who who, who was the back before you?
2: So we had three backs, actually, in, in front of me when I got there. So we had Caleb. Uh, sorry. We had uh, Danny Ware. Kay. Danny Ware went to the um, – he he was with the Giants for a little bit. We had Thomas Brown, who now coaches for the for the uh, Rams. Thomas Brown. Okay. He was in front of me, um, and Craig Lumpkin. Okay. He played for the uh, Packers for a little bit, but all three of those guys were, you know, sophomore, uh, juniors and seniors. When I got there, you okay. know what I mean? so I had to wait my time. I redshirted
1: my first year, okay. and um, and you yeah. understood that didn't have a problem with. It.
0: No, I,
2: I didn't even know if there was a thing called a portal. I didn't know you can just leave there and it. go to. Yeah, <laughs> but then back then I feel like you had to wait a year too before you, you. Right, you
1: did have to so, wait, sit out a year,
2: right? So that made it a little bit difficult for guys to just want to up and leave. But yeah, I had three guys in front of me.
1: Okay, you know I mean? and and it happens that way, and, and especially as a school that has a tradition at the running back position like Georgia had, right? You just – the odds of you walking in there as a freshman, even a true freshman, and getting some burn were were probably pretty low. So everybody understood that. Now, let me help you – let me walk you down uh, Coach Reese's (laughs) why college kids shouldn't get paid talk. I'm not mad at how things are being – Handled at this point, I think it's an overcorrection from what you said. Like, man, you sold my jersey for thirty grand, and I'm over here, you know, yeah. on some Jameis Winston. You feel me? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this, 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 this is not right. Here's my problem. Uh, at twenty years old, I think the last thing you would have wanted to do was put, you know, three or four thousand dollars in my pocket every month. Right, the responsibility factor was not there. And so you remember Terrell Pryor and them got in trouble at Ohio State for trading the, I think it were bowl rings for tattoos. Mm. But the decision-making at that age, and I'm sure you'd rather have those bowl rings back right now because the tattoos are probably played out. And so I just don't think the solution to the problem is putting cash in a 20-year-old's hand. You just go and get tattoos and and Jordan. But where are they going to get that cash from? They're going to have to
2: do something on the side where it's like, I know well, this might not be what I'm talking about before. Yeah, okay. Where okay. it was like, where well, you couldn't get paid for right. this stuff. It's like, or I'm going to do it on the side. You taking a risk. You're Johnny taking that risk. Why take a risk when now we can do it legally? You know what I'm saying? Sure. I can go do a signing and get 10, 10K, you know what I mean? Put it in my pocket. Or as not
1: a even that. I'll get $500 Five. so I can eat this month.
2: All that. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I like that. And I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that the guys are able to do those things and they have that flexibility to be able to not only provide for themselves, but maybe they send a little cash back home as well. Sure. You know,
1: sure. And and, you know, if in a perfect world, here's how I would do it. You would be able for one athletic directors and coaches and assistant coaches and equipment people. When you go to the national championship or you go to a bowl game, you guys don't get those bonuses. The athletic director at Clemson and Alabama get upwards of $50,000 bonuses every time they play in the national championship. Mm. That's for a hire that was made over a decade and a half ago in both of those situations. Why are they still getting paid for that? I think that's ridiculous, right? So I have as much of a problem with who is not getting paid as I do with who is getting paid, right? You remember the Fiesta Bowl fallout and snafu with them, you know, embezzling and all those things. So I I would get rid of that, and then I would say you get a graduation bonus.
2: Go ahead. I get that. It sounds like you just don't want it to be so – just fraud. like everyone's just out there throwing money at the kid. You may want it's it, a wild wild west. You wanted a little more structure to it. And the kids are buck wild, you know that. <laughs> we all, I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, we are. Especially you've been talking about an 18, 19, 20 nineteen, twenty-year-old. You know, what I mean, that got some
1: cash, money. Stop. Understandable. Stop. Understandable. Stop. And what you gonna tell me? And 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 look, are, are, that's not even them really proven at that point. -hmm. I don't know. We'll continue our college football conversation because I do want to hear about the dogs. We're definitely going to talk about the buffs. Um, We're probably going to pass on Colorado State, but if we have to, we will. Uh, It's the 104-3 The Fan. It's Kyle Reese, Noshawn Moreno. We'll be back on the other side. Happy Labor Day, Denver. Here's Noshawn Moreno and Kyle Reese. This this mic. <laughs> say why you didn't t- <laughs> you should have warned me about this. This mic is like okay, all right. We're back. It's uh, we are the drive uh, on this Labor Day Monday. I hope all of you are enjoying a day off. As we get ready to kick off the fall, it is a bittersweet time of year for me, and I only say that because it's uh, sweet because I love football. All right, it's it's done a ton for me. You no, know, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you can say the same. But I know that cold is coming with it, Ooh. and I am not looking forward to that. you a a or cold guy, man.
2: I'm a I'm a I'm a right there in the middle. I'm a mid, you know, seventies. You know, you can slide up to the eighties. Okay. But once it starts getting too hot, like, bro, I'm inside. <laughs> I'm inside. You know, I spend a lot of time down there, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, as well. And it's, bro, you can't even put on a suit. Without sweating through it, right, you know right. what I'm saying. Especially around this time, I just remember when I was playing out there. You know, we have a away game, and we, you know you're trying to get to that plane, and you got that suit on. <laughs> man, I'm just drenched by the time I get on that plane. Like, man, I'm ready to take this suit off.
1: Yeah, that but, was a that was a mandatory uh, team issue, right? Yeah, maybe man. not team issue.
2: Yeah, you had to you had to mandatory and get just dressed apart.
1: up, dressed mm-hmm. part. But
2: nah, yeah, you're right. Winter is coming soon. But I
1: mean But that's the state for that, right? If you're into winter sports, if you're into the mountains, obviously Colorado's a great place to be. I always find it intriguing, though, Sean, that many former pros stay in Denver. Well, what is that about, man? Is it is is it everything that uh, they told you it was, or is it just a great place to raise a family? Yeah, they never tell me about it.
2: You know, <laughs> they didn't tell me it was like this. I don't know, actually. You know, it's interesting you say that because it is true. A lot, a lot of guys, of home players, yeah, a lot of guys that um, even might leave and go to another team. They s- seem to come back, you know. And you know, I, what I enjoy about it and is the the it's slow pace. You know, what I mean, it ain't like a a Miami. It ain't like a Georgia where it's a little more fast pace. You know, what I mean, a lot more going on. You know, and you know, here you can hit the mountains for a little bit. You know, what I mean, hit downtown, get where you need to be. I don't know. It's just uh, the pace of life down here is, is a little different, which I enjoy. So maybe that's what the fellas are seeing as well. And yeah. It is a good place to raise a family. I mean, you can say that about a lot of places, though, right? So, I don't know. Uh,
1: I just enjoy it out here. Yeah, it's a um, – as a Colorado native, I appreciate that you guys appreciate it, right? And, and perhaps, you know, I, I, not everybody, but you look back on your former days as a pro and, and you, you have fond memories of them and you say, okay, I don't mind being in that city for the next decade, decade, decade and a half. So. Right. It's right. a good deal. Good deal. Hey, listen. Um, college football kicked off this weekend. The Buffs were in action. Uh, they say there are no preseason games in college football, but I think the Bulldogs played one the other day. I, <laughs> <laughs> how did that go? Tell tell me, tell me a little bit about the dogs while we while we're yes, talking college football.
2: Feel like, yeah, I mean, first game of the season is always one of those preseason feels kind of game, you know, where it's not you're not going against a a ranked team, unless you know LSU in that Florida State game, that was crazy. Um, but no, the, the dogs—they got so they got off to a slow start. I feel like in the game, um, a lot was, of the new personnel, man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's how I said it. And, and <laughs> new I was, Georgia, right? Yeah, and I was talking to my buddy about it. I'm like, "Yo, what's going on? They don't look super crisp. We only have 17 points in the first in the first half." I'm like, bro, this is not I'm, – I'm expecting us to at least have 30 at half. You know okay. what I mean? And then we could put the second and third string in. But it wasn't the case. So, yeah, it was a little bit of a slow start for me. I think Carson Beck, our quarterback, he looked decent out there. Um, it was okay. You know, he threw for 294, which is decent. Um, and, and the run game. I mean, now I look at the run game. The run game wasn't where I wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, Dejon Edwards, he didn't play in the game, so a lot of the other guys were playing. You know, Kendall Milton, um, he played. Roderick Robinson, he played a little bit. But they only had like 50, 50 yards on the ground. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not a Georgia Bulldog it's not, performance. It's not a performance that I was ready for. I was ready for a little more explosive than that, like because you said, I mean, this first the first game is always just a field game. Get get back into the ball, get back into hitting other teams and put on a show. You know, and put some numbers up. So I was expecting the boys to get in them fifties. Yeah, they got to forty eight. They got they got up there, you know what I'm saying? The twos came in and played pretty well. Brock Vandegriff came in and um threw the ball really well. But at the end of the day it was a win and I know Kirby Smart is on get on them boys. He's gonna be on them boys. Because it ain't like it's going to get any easier from here. You know what I mean? Well, so.
1: well, well. you got another tune-up. You got Ball State next week. <laughs> Okay, another <laughs> and, little tune up. And then South Carolina, who lost to North Carolina the other day, and then you got UAB. So okay. I think the first month for Georgia is going to be, uh, I, I'm not going to say cruise control, but I think you'll be all right. You, yeah. You, you should be okay. should be all right. you, you tune up for another national championship run?
2: The schedule um, looks like it. You know what I mean? When you look at their schedule, it's like, all right. You already mentioned the first four. All right, boom. And then you have the normals, you know, the Tennessees, the Auburns, and. Um, the anything can happen games. The anything can happen games, but still, um, it looks like we'll be able to get those victories. So, yeah, the schedule permits it, I feel like, to get back to at least the playoffs and then kind of go on the run. But, hey, looking at this first game, especially from my backs, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, uh, Kendall, you know, he only had nine carries and Roderick had eight. But, bro, I-, I need to see a little bit more from them guys. I- we will.
1: I have a feeling that they'll get it in.
2: Game. Yeah, they'll get it in. Yeah, they'll no get doubt.
1: it in. As we continue to kick off a of college football weekend, it will be concluded with Clemson and Duke tonight. You get a chance to look at Cade uh, Klubnick, and he is taking over for DJ Uyangalele, who and- is now at Oregon State, who defeated San Jose State last night. And so for all you college football fans, I, I don't know that you um, – can can get as much football over three days as what we had over from Saturday to now Monday. Uh, it's definitely been a great kickoff to the season. But for us here in town, there has been a lot of anticipation built up for Coach Primes, Colorado Buffaloes. They came in with a lot of fanfare, and they did not disappoint on Saturday, no, Sean.
2: They did not. I mean, I was looking forward to this one. I feel like a lot of people had this game on. I, I would love to know what the... Um, what the viewing uh, numbers were on this game. I feel like everyone was watching that. Like I said, It was like I, 3 million people, man. It had to have been. Everyone was looking um, for Well, I we went one, and got one, my two.
0: nails done the other day. Yeah. Or, and the game was on at the nail salon. Stop <laughs> that. I swear. Stop that.
1: Since <laughs> when that happens. Stop you know what I mean? that. What kind of nail salon is this?
0: It's just your regular run of the mill. Like. <laughs>
1: See what I mean? I was like, uh, What? Uh,
0: uh,
2: uh, that's okay. what Dion brings to the okay. table. You feel me? Like uh, they putting it on the nail salon now. You feel me? They have. When's the last time I seen you was played in the in the nail salon? I, I wouldn't yeah. know because
1: I wasn't at the nail salon. <laughs> to know. You don't so. go
2: to the nail salon. You don't go <laughs> I, there real I, fast. I'm I, I not the
1: pamper in. type. The,
2: I might slide in with the lady, yeah, okay. with the daughter, you know, slide in. <laughs> okay. Feet, right. You know
1: what I mean? Maybe when my daughter gets a little older, I think that would be fun. Okay. A little daddy-daughter pampering. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, I would be surprised to see the football game. Usually it's like, you know, lifetime or, or, or you know, Real Housewives yeah. or somewhere, AG, or nowhere else. TV, yeah, like that. no doubt. So it was on at the nail salon. So, I mean, that's all the viewership. That's about all the validation you need. Forget the numbers. Exactly. It was on at the nail salon. That's what you need to know about that game.
2: Exactly. Everyone was anticipating this game. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, nah, no, I, I enjoyed it. Um, loved finally to see the guys out there, see what kind of players they had out there, what kind of weapons they were going to be bringing to the table. And, man, I was. I was pretty surprised that they were able to score as much as they they, they did. Um, it was a back-and-forth game, as we know, back-and-forth. Um, but at one point, I was like, man, can they really keep up with the, with the scoring of TCU? Yeah. You know, it's not easy to score in the 40s, you feel me? It don't matter who, who you're playing against. I feel like to score that many points, you really got to ha- have a lot of things going your way, and you got to be on point. And I feel like they did. I mean, Shadour, you know, Shadour five 5'10". Five, with, with no picks, though. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. I'm like, ah, right, he threw up some numbers. But the zero interceptions, super impressive. And they weren't all, like, time throws. Sometimes he had to wait. Sometimes he was waiting for people to open up. Um, and I like to see that. He didn't do much on his legs. So you would think that he'd be taking off a lot more. He didn't take
1: off much yeah, in the game. Because that's the common Stereotype, right? That comes along with a kid that comes out mm-hmm. of an HBCU or or, or elsewhere, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I was just really pleased to see him play to that level. Yeah, um, there was a a picture of Coach Prime talking to Newton, and Newton, um, I'm spacing on his first name, but Gosh. Newton is TSU TCU's um, best cornerback, and he's talking to him after the game, and Josh. the caption says Josh Newton. And the caption says the last person you want talking to any of your players after the game. <laughs> That's for real though. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it, it, it and and for good reason too because Colorado is the happening thing. We'll talk a little bit more about the game and some of the very interesting highlights that no one is talking about. We're sharing with you on the other side. Happy Labor Day, Denver. Here's NoShawn Moreno
2: and Kyle Reese. Well, yeah. First order business, dog, I got to name my mama. Second order business, shed a present, oh, no more trauma. Third order business,
1: nice get good reason, get good karma. It's nice to have a day. I don't know about you, but I can never sleep in on days off. As much as it's like, man, I'm a sleep in, I'm enjoying I'm gonna kick my feet up, and six o'clock comes around, I'm still up, man. Mm. I can't I can't do it. You have trouble sleeping in.
2: Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> I'll do a little something. something. It's uh I, I can I can get past six though. Okay.
1: Okay. Six, you can't get past that six piece. I can, man. It's just I'm programmed to this point. And, and And when these holidays come around, I'm always looking forward to them because I'm telling myself I'm going to do a lot of nothing, and i wind <laughs> up doing a whole lot of something. So it's just the way that I'm wired, man. On the text line, 303. 713-1043, we want to hear from you. Which matchup are you looking forward to more? Nebraska and CU, again, they haven't played since 2019. CU riding a two-game winning streak versus Nebraska into that one. Or the Las Vegas Raiders here in the Mile High City taking on Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Which one are you looking forward to more? I say after this weekend. If you told me that you were looking forward to the Buffs in Nebraska and the Huskers, I couldn't be mad at you. Uh, there's a uh, there's a ton of reason to have optimism about what's going on in Boulder. It doesn't look like it normally does. Is there's nothing conventional about it? Dion went at the press. After the game, do you believe now? And if you don't believe, there is a wrong answer to this question, by the way. No, Sean. And if you don't believe, guess what? Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> you got a problem with the way you handled that?
2: Not necessarily. I mean, it's still so early, though. Okay, it's very early. That's, That's the, the first thing I was saying. I was like, well, "Come on, calm down. It's, a <laughs> it's early." But I like him um, calling people out that want to try to jump on the bandwagon late, or you know, that has something to say before the season started. Okay. You know, what I mean, like that. Pretty much, you don't have no faith in us. You know, what I'm saying. So I understand him being like, "I heard what you wrote down. I saw what you wrote down. You feel me? Now, how do you feel? Seat. Yes, and I understand that." But a little bit when he was talking about it, I was just kind of like, all right, yeah. It's early, though, Coach. Early. But I I was happy to see it. And I don't have no problem with him calling it
1: out if he wants to call him out. Here's a problem that that makes me nervous. Uh, Inevitably, in coaching, you're going to lose a game that you should win. Mm -hmm. And guess what? That same person that you got, Ed Werder, that you asked him if he believed, and you... Basically, brought rolled him out in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. He' gonna be right there too. Yeah, he might remind you then. Hey, coach, I believe. <laughs> yeah, hey, we, I believe. We at one and five. Yeah, <laughs> I believe you just lost to fill in the blank. Right when you should have boat raced him. Mm. Now, what do you have to say, Dion? All
2: right, that's what I was kind of feeling at the same yeah. time. Like you know. what? Just keep it in the back pocket. You feel me? Put it in the back. You don't have to even have to bring it up in the in the press conference. You may know, maybe off, you know, off camera when I'm walking by the, hey, I saw what you
1: said. Now I'm going to remember it. Yeah. Kind of keep it moving. You feel me? Hey, and listen, I don't have a problem with letting people know. Yeah. I do have a problem. I, don't know, I wouldn't say a problem, but I'm, you know, as a coach, like I said, you, you're going to lose some games that you should win. If you coach long enough, you're going to wind up on both sides of that corner. Mm-hmm. You're going to win some games that you should lose. You might have just won one the other day. Mm. So it's, it's going to happen to you. So just be mindful of what you reap is what you sow. That hasn't changed in, since the beginning of time. Right. I get it. I understood
2: it, though. But talk so, that stuff, though. Yeah. I mean, talk I'm your still, stuff. i going to talk my <laughs> stuff, where it's like, I saw what you wrote down, now and you were writing us off. Mm. So don't come in here and talk about something. Great game, coach. Don't hit me with that. Keep that same energy, pretty much that you were so- talking before this first game. Keep that same energy and we'll just keep it at that. Yeah,
1: you know, uh, It's a uh, college football, man. It's one of the great American pastimes and as we look forward to the CU Nebraska matchup, that what game was like that for you? That Florida? Uh, what the CU Nebraska is 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 okay. a bitter bitter bitter, bitter rivalry. Bitter yeah. Which one was it? Is it, have, is it Florida?
2: Yeah, I would say Florida because that's that, you know, Georgia-Florida game. Um they used to call it the cocktail, uh, largest cocktail party. I don't think they call it that anymore. I've
1: heard that before.
2: I th- yeah, I, th- I think they took that name of it. But yeah, pretty much, um, it's a Florida. It's a it's a home game for them, even though we're at a neutral site. I don't care what you say. Play that in uh, Orlando. It's somewhere in Florida. Okay. Uh, I I can't picture exactly where. It's not in Orlando though. I don't think. Okay. It's somewhere out there in Florida. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a home game for them. <laughs> right, right. But uh, no, nah, that's the game that I would think it's the, the rivalry game that, I mean, it's it's hard to say, though, too. I know that that one for sure is the one, but I mean, we have rivalry with Tennessee, Auburn. All, all, you know, I mean, all of the SEC teams, I feel like it's always, every week is a rivalry week, mm-hmm. but the one that jumps off the page the most is the Florida game for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I just imagine an SEC country just. The tailgating, mm-hmm. the bad blood, and man, it's it's like uh, it's a religion down there a little bit, yeah. right? And and hopefully they're returning to that up in Colorado or up in Boulder. Now we have to. Uh, I I can't tell you these things and be excited about them without giving you a little bit of truth. I I, I can't. Okay, tell I, me everything. I, I just tell yeah, me everything. Don't leave nothing. Yeah, I, I won't. <laughs> as, as as prime was. Uh, taking his victory lap on Saturday afternoon, um, there would be... You wouldn't be wrong if you were a little bit pessimistic about the team going into the season considering they have a winning record historically against one team on their schedule. That is Colorado State. Mm. Everybody else you have a losing record against and unfortunately it's a byproduct of you having not done squat since you've been in the Pac-12. So... Here we are after week one, riding the wave. But now you've got Matt Rule and Nebraska marching into town. What are you expecting to see there when they come in here next Saturday? Um,
2: I'm 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 hoping I see exactly what we saw in this first game. Guys flying around on defense for Colorado. Um, them putting up some numbers again. I mean, now the bar is set. So I mean, yeah, you're not going to score 40 each each week, but we know you can put some points on the board. You know what I mean? So. They could have kept it a little bit vanilla. I felt like Georgia. Sorry, I'm going back to Georgia. Georgia, they, their right. offense was so vanilla. I felt like it didn't look like nothing special out there. I think that's why. Uh, it's because it's the first game. They don't want to show too much. You know what I mean? It's a long season.
1: They don't want to go Oklahoma on you. Huh? all
2: right Yeah, they want to just keep it real simple and saying that, hey, our simple plays can beat you. And I understand that. That's no, true. And I'm not sure if it was the same thing for Colorado or if they were kind of going in the bag a little bit. So... I would just expect them to be able to still keep up the the scoring and to be flying around. And now we're home, baby. You got the home crowd behind you. Everyone's going to be excited to see this game. Um, and it's another winnable game. Um, they got a quarterback over there, Jeff Sims from Nebraska. Um, he had a decent first game, only 114 to air, but he was running the ball with his legs. So I wonder what kind of plan they'll have for him to keep him in the pocket so he can't escape and hurt them too much with him his legs. Um, but definitely a winnable game, and we can see Colorado two and zero in the first two games. I mean, when's the last time they were two and zero
1: starting the season? Um, I think Mel Tucker got off to a pretty good start in 2019. Then they lost. They beat Nebraska. They lost the next week to Air Force, mm. and then it was kind of all downhill from there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, mm. and, and so you know. Again, they, they they can get off to a good start. I think for this particular crew, it's important that they do. Uh, Nebraska coming in here 10 a.m. Saturday kickoff, an early kickoff. I don't know why they do that. But, uh, early Jones. yeah, it's a 10 a.m. kickoff. Tickets are as low as $390. As low. As low.
2: That's crazy. The that prime effect is real, brother. It's real, B. Um, you know, just going back to what am I expecting from them, I just thought about it is that. Bro, we in that too. I'm, I'm expecting them boys to do a little little hurry up to kind of, you know, get on the toes of Nebraska, you feel me, and, um, rip, and run. rip and run
1: on them boys a little bit. What, what are you expecting from them? I mean, um, let, let's talk about it on the other side because this is a, a team that, you know, they aren't familiar with what this game means, right? Mm-hmm. This is a huge game for CU really? football. Okay. We got to remember the historical record is 20-49-2. Do- Nebraska has dominated this matchup. So we'll talk about what that means on the other side of the break. It's 104.3 the fan.
2: Happy Labor Day, Denver. Here's Nosha Moreno and Kyle Reese. All my life. All my life. they trying to keep me down.
1: All this time. All this time. I don't make it out. Never thought I'd make it out. Baby, 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 baby. I don't baby. know. I love her when Sis is You No. Cause I feel like her jukebox is uh, a little closer to what mine might look like. Sid represents on the bluff in music. I, I, I just wanna let you know that I appreciate you. You and the fact that you had uh the buffs game on at the nail <laughs> parlor, salon, depot, whatever whatever they call it over there. Um now, Sean. What are you up to nowadays? Do, do you you do some work with the SEC? You talk about yes,
2: yes, golf I, Yep, I do a little podcast uh, with Tavares King. Okay, on the UGA That's a Sports name you remember. Network. Yes, yes, wide receiver that I used to play here. We do a SEC podcast each week. Um, we're about to start our own. Right now, it's just it was me, him, and uh, another guy, Blaine Gilman. We're still going to have that one too, as well. But. Um, Me and Tavares will have one with uh, on our own. It'll be called Off the Leash, so that's going to be fire. Okay,
1: Um, no dog reference. Yeah, yeah, little dog reference. You feel me? Yeah, you know.
2: (laughs) So we had that, and of course, you know, I'm a real estate agent out here in Colorado, so business is going well. And steady, um, continuing to grow the clientele, baby.
1: So. I hear you. I hear you. You get to get your, get your fix of football. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm showing
2: the no team. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> I think it's really cool that, uh, that guys get to stay close to the game. You know, you, you, you have a way of doing that, you know, because for everybody, you know, there's a ceiling on this thing for some, it's high school, for some, it's college. You made it to the pros. Um, but it, it stops for everybody, you know, um, our own Orlando Franklin is covering the ACC and Chad covers games all over the place and okay. now you talk SEC ball so you know this is something that um, you know we talked a little bit off here but you know it's in you you know you, you have a hard time getting away from this thing so the fact that you get a chance to continue to do that I think is pretty cool um, yeah. we were talking about the CU Nebraska matchup and the bad blood that is this game and does this crew Again, we want to know on the text line. Are you looking more forward to the CU Nebraska game or the Broncos and Raiders game? But I, it, that's that's the thing that comes along with Prime. It's completely new. It's completely unconventional, and I don't know that it has the reverence for the rivalries like the one between CU and Nebraska that everybody around town has for it. Mm. This is something that is is circled in red. When it went away, people were pissed about it. It's just, it's it's a big deal, man, and I don't know that the gravity is sunk in yet.
2: Well, you know what? I feel like Deion should know. He 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 has a pulse for for the fans and for the atmosphere over there in CU, and should know. Okay, which ones are our, are our rival games? Of course, CSU. Right, mm. that's you got to call that somewhat of a
1: rival. Right, right, right. It'll be well attended.
2: Okay, perfect. So that's one. So he knows that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt.
2: And I think he has to know about this this rival with with uh, Nebraska. I didn't know it, but you know him being up there, you would think someone that brought it to his attention and he said, "Hey, this is
1: a big game um, around here." So, uh, well, and here is the thing: I think the way they approach things is going to be a show, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're we, we going to show our behind. We're going to have a great time. You're going to love it, too. It's going to be what it is no matter who we play. Mm. We could be playing Montana State. And eventually they'll probably have some tune-up games early on like that. But uh, but I, I just think that's how they approach it. it, it listen, you came to see us. Who, who It doesn't matter who we play. Mm. Now,
2: I haven't been up there for a home game in a while.
1: Now... I'm
2: I'm thinking that maybe you've gone up to a game, right? What's the entrance usually like, and is it going to be any different with Dion out there? Are they going to have the fireworks popping off? You know, some
1: fire maybe. Yeah. You know, where the boys run through. What are they going to have? I, I I just, you know, first of all, Boulder is is that town, right? It's it's a great kick it city. Um, so that's going to come naturally the last game I was up there for was the CU Nebraska game a few years back. And I remember it being packed. And that was because it was, you know, they hadn't played it in a while. And it was the first home one in a while as well. And, uh, CU won that game. Dimitri Stanley from Cherry Creek high school made a few plays down the stretch. Uh, shout out to them. Um, and so listen, it's going to be a movie. No matter what, the 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 atmosphere is there. Now, when I went up there for the spring game this year, I was like, this is completely something different. And I don't know if the people in the stands are aware of how different it is. But this is a sold out spring game. Right. So if it's anything less than that, I would be surprised. You... We're used to that kind of thing, right? You from football country, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's spring game, yeah. It's gonna be packed. It's gonna be eighty thousand people. Here. It's cool, yeah, right? We weren't used to that up there. Okay, it's gonna be a movie. All right, I, I'm excited to
2: see. I, I just see, I can't, I can't see them coming out just vanilla, like with some smoke. I, I just see some fireworks going. You know what I mean? They might have the little fire on the side. Boom, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you, oh, oh, Music you're,
1: bumping. You're looking for atmosphere.
2: They have to bring something to the table with the atmosphere. I mean, is there any other way for Dion to do it? Like, he's going to make it special. It has to be. You know what I mean? To kind of get the guys going and say, hey, we here. told you we are coming. Let's get it. And we home first home game. Let's get I'm like, I was excited <laughs> to see the first game because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really wanted to yeah. see what the boys can do and see what kind of players they had. They got some players over there. So, I want to see if they could back it up for the second game.
1: And look, it's it's a um, Deion is a showman. He's a salesman and this rivalry was big enough, right? It didn't need Matt Rule to make any comments in the spring or the summer about how Dion is going about things. It didn't need Brent Venables to say anything about how Dion is going, on, going about <laughs> things. It didn't need Pat Narduzzi from Pittsburgh to say anything about it, right? But as Dion said, he keeps receipts, my brother. And uh, he didn't forget it. Now Matt Rule's kind of backtracking some of those things. He has high praise for the offense. He's, he's making, uh, quote, Coach Sanders is making Colorado highly relevant, and we're trying to do the same thing. Sounds like a guy that blew a game against Minnesota last week is walking into a buzzsaw.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean you—you kind of feel that people are going to be backpedaling a lot um, from their comments. And uh, like, do you really have to say anything? Go. About, that's how I feel. It's like mind your business. Go about your business mm. and do your thing. I'm doing something over here, and let me do what I'm doing. I don't need you to come, you know, have your little smart remarks or, you know, you're making a comment about what I'm doing, this and that. You know, handle your business. And I I'll, see you. I'll, yeah, I'll hey, see you. Yeah, I'll see you at some point. Hey, look, we got a date. It's set. Everybody knows it. We'll right. see you when we see you. We'll see you. You feel I me? Mean? Hey, I feel like Sean Paynes doing a little bit of that as well when he keeps on bringing up hacking and, and what, you know, the situation here last year. He keeps on bringing up. Right? I keep on hearing things about that. Yeah. Am I wrong? Are you, a, are you a bulletin board material? Did you get motivated by that kind of stuff? <laughs> um I'm trying to think back because I really didn't need much motivation okay you know what I mean I'm, I'm already a high-strung kind of guy as it is um so I didn't need much um so no I didn't really need um for the coach to come in and say hey this is what the team uh, you know next week is thinking about you you know what I mean this is what they're saying oh this this is what they're saying okay cool it's all good. Right. Because, we yeah, we're going to see. I don't need that, that extra fire because I'm already going to be out of breath, you know what I mean, in, in pregame. Okay. Running around, just going crazy. So
1: I didn't need it. But some guys do. And it's it's, it's fine. There's no, nothing no, wrong no, with it. Let me. me make sure I'm hearing this correct. You, you were so gassed in pregame. Bro. Did I'm, you need somebody to bring you down?
2: Yes. I need someone to kind of calm me down because I'm just so amped up. You know, I'm just so ready. I'm running back and forth. You know, I see Dawkins on the side doing his thing. I'm like, man, he's getting me more amped now. Oh, my goodness. Then we go inside to say our prayer and do what we got to do to get go out there. And, oh, man. Yeah, that's why I think that's why I listen to R&B music before the games. Because
0: that kept me,
1: nice and, kept me nice and mellow, baby. You feel me? Like, ooh, feel good about myself. You couldn't myself. have DMX. And nah. The combination of DMX and no Sean Moreno, that smells doom. No, yeah.
2: Couldn't have that. That's too much. That's too much energy being expended spended, uh during during the pregame. So Yeah, you,
1: you uh, bring up a great point, and you are right. There are a lot of commonalities between the rhetoric that is coming from the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes and that of the Denver Broncos. We will talk about that next on the other side. It's one oh four three the fan.